0: Welcome to the second episode of Wait, I Forgot. I'm Dylan, I'm back here with Nick. I'm Nick. How are you doing today, Nick? I'm tired. Yeah, you look tired. <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk about, I think, a mix of like, video games.
1: Video games, art, writing, college. Figure out what we what we missed
0: last time. <laughs> <laughs> we missed last time, what we're missing out now. Well, okay. Um. So we kind of left off the last conversation talking about a bit of our college experiences and what our opinions of, I guess, college in general for what we went for yeah. really impact. So you dropped out, right? Uh, yeah, I went for two years. And for financial reasons and persons, I, for reasons I also won't go into like crazy detail here. Um, it became a stressful environment for me knowing that it was, it was a bit, it was a bit heavy. So yeah. I um, I dropped out, and I moved back to where I am now.
1: Okay, yeah, and I graduated with a fucking BFA <laughs> in creative writing. Uh,
0: th- that being said, I did a, uh, I did graduate from community college, I have my associates in design and advertising. Okay, uh, went for my um. My bachelor's in what would have been sequential arts.
1: And what does that mean so, for idiots like me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sequential arts uh, can be um, summed up or described in as uh, storyboarding. Oh,
1: uh, your comic
0: books. To put it in <laughs> super loose terms, it's comic books. It's doing storyboards for movies, okay. shows, stuff like that. It's, it's, um, it complements animation, <laughs> but it is not necessarily working in animation. Okay. If that makes sense
1: okay yeah so you just yeah this is what you're gonna go for and then the rector's like no
0: i mean (laughs) which could be summed (laughs) up in a lot of other things yeah uh yeah i i originally went for uh so for um i didn't really say where i went i went to scad uh the um savannah college of art and design i originally went there for illustration because i i truly didn't know what i wanted to pursue in art once i got out of uh community college. I just knew that I wanted to do art. And I thought illustration was a really broad term of what I could go for. And I was, uh, I was pretty open to that. And then I learned about animation and animation seemed like something I was super into as I have a lot of inspirations or influences that I would have loved to, you know, work through. And that ended up not working for me personally, as I just didn't have the, uh, the brain, to work with animation. Uh, what that means is not that I'm stupid. You <laughs> can't, can't
1: use a computer. <laughs> no, no, not even
0: that. It's my... I was not, I think, properly <clears throat> adept to doing animation, and those that do, like, I, huge kudos. Okay. Like, some can do it, some can't. Um, I... And then I learned about sequential arts, and that, and that it was essentially the drawing of... I, I hate comparing one art form to another because it's really not fair. Uh, it's the it has this way of animation in it without the need of uh, creating that that flow. But we're also getting a different kind of flow through your panels, through your pages, and everything. And when I learned about sequential arts, I was like, "That's exactly what I was looking for in animation," but I found it in something else. Okay. So I went through that. Uh, two years in, dropped out. Oops. Um, I still do it i'm still doing it as much as i can don't have the degree for it but you know
1: and that i think is where we left off and i don't think people need degrees in art
0: yeah i i think in most degrees in art you definitely don't need it
1: yeah and i'm i'm i was an advocate in the last one saying that if you do art uh you probably shouldn't go to college okay and uh, you were on the opposite end of that one, um, saying that you probably should. And I've had a few discussions with people outside of our podcast about it to kind of understand um, both, both sides. And I'm still kind of sticking to my, my side on this one, um, though I am listening to the other side. I think you can, you can definitely go to college and get an education, and you probably should. If it's offered to you. Um, But I don't think it's always necessary depending on what you want to do. And I think that's where it comes into play. Because if you go into college not knowing what you want to do, you might find it, but you might not. I changed majors, I don't know, five times before I... I I changed three times. Yeah, before I landed on creative writing. Um, Yeah, went from philosophy astronomy and physics uh then i think i was like a broad spectrum fine arts or something then i went to english and then i changed it from english to creative writing um and i think the only thing that college will do if you aren't prepared um in your own life is give you criticism on your art And I think that's probably the only benefit of going to college um, for art is to get criticism on your art.
0: Yes, I'll. I'm gonna agree with that because I, I I was very much an advocate for it. I think I think I came off a little bit strong in the last podcast for saying if you don't get fucking <laughs> criticism, you're not a fucking good artist. I want to apologize. I didn't. Uh, I,
1: I, I think I, I think that's actually very fair.
0: I, um, I think it is fair. I just think I came off a bit strong when I said it. I mean, um, if you
1: don't get criticism on your art, you might just be egotistical.
0: If you don't, <laughs> it, well, no. If you don't your, take it well, yeah. But I think that's what you meant. Yes. Yeah. I I have met a crazy amount of good professors in college that have helped me through criticism. Yes. And for that alone, not saying you can't find those people outside of college because you most certainly can, uh, opinions or, um, suggestions I would say is if you're in a town that has like, uh, like an open, uh, session where you can go in, sit down, do some life drawing, or even go for any other kind of art that it's maybe a free, a professor from a college is doing it. Take advantage of every bit of that you can, especially if you don't have the money to go to college because, Fucking no one does, dude. It's yeah. hard now. It's um, really hard.
1: Yeah. One thing I mentioned last time is definitely audit, like, courses in general. Because um, I went, obviously, back to college this year and dropped out um, to get my master's in fucking astrophysics. Which,
0: fucking idiot. Yeah,
1: I know. I got into Harvard and then dropped out, you know.
0: I write poetry, <laughs> but I also want to go to space. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I write poetry about space.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's good, too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um...
0: we'll get get
1: into that later on uh what our influences are yeah yeah um but are there places in this town because i found it very hard to get criticism on writing in where we live specifically so does this town help you with art with live figure drawing besides the campus when it's in session no
0: and that that's what i'm saying is like it well it may not work out for uh for me or for certain people in this town specifically, yeah. I think just people looking out for in their which, town, their area. Which is, it's weird because this
1: is a very artsy town. What, you live two blocks from it's, a gallery and there's nothing there?
0: There's nothing. It's very, it. you have to be very on top of things. Because back when I was at my, at my last job at GameStop, um, this guy came in and he was giving out flyers for like a live drawing session. It's like, okay. dude, that's great. Granted, this was two years ago now. Yeah. But and <clears throat> I haven't heard it coming back. And it's a shame because there are things like that that I wish I saw more of in town. Yeah. That being said, while it may not be for me, there may be more things going on in town for other kinds of art. I will also say this. I'm not going to totally bash the college campus here compared to SCAD. It's nowhere near the kind of um, art influence I'm getting.
1: No, this... When I went to... The, we're, we're in New Paltz, Um Shit. Whatever. They don't Get know where we live. Fucking dossed. Um, Bops It's student. fine. Uh, but they were like so i got accepted like 2010 2011 mm-hmm. uh they were the top art school in new york state
0: i for public schools and now it's more of a business school isn't uh I?
1: yeah yeah they've installed a new business building and two new science buildings when i graduated they cut the english department cut the art department and cut the music department Oof. And they got like, I don't know, I, I, I might be hyperbolic, but it was somewhere between 1 million and 7. It was definitely under 10 to build that new science building. That's the glass pane one? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: To build that whole new science building from the state. Um, so they're definitely distancing themselves from it, which is unfortunate because I came here because of like what they were offering. And it was close to home and I commuted, but that's a different side of the story. So. Right,
0: right. Um, yeah, I, I, there was a point where I was, I thought I was going to go to New Paltz. It was a New Paltz, Pratt. Um, and there was another, I was gonna, I was looking into back when I was looking into colleges before I graduated from community and, uh, SCAD just ended up being the one I wanted to go to, whether it was for seeing other artists that I had known, that I had, uh, read about, talked to, or knew about, um, went to SCAD it, uh, it seemed like, I was like, man, if I really want to pursue myself as an artist, I should go to an artist school, mm-hmm. not just a school that has art in it, in it. exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, which has become the case for the most part with, mm-hmm. I feel, most art programs in this country.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, you have SVU um, over in, uh, I think it's, it might be Manhattan, I might be wrong. Um, SVU is a big one I was looking into, School of Visual Arts, for those that don't know.
1: Doesn't FIT have one?
0: Fit might as what might very might, but yeah. I don't know. To be uh, to perf- perfectly honest with you. Uh, but yeah, those are. Eh. Yeah, College yeah. is a tough subject to really talk about sometimes. Yeah. Just because it's. It's very touchy, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, everyone's touchy.
0: Well, I mean, with me personally, and like uh, with other people, not not necessarily yeah. other people. I don't know.
1: Well, don't touch people.
0: In college. D- don't touch <laughs> children. That's not what I meant. Mm. College
1: isn't touchy. Don't touch people.
0: Yeah they don't want to be touched people are sensitive about it (laughs) come on Um, i'm not gonna censor that out don't worry um that's fine yeah uh i guess we'll talk about influences
1: yeah so i obviously your place uh has nothing but uh comics
0: comics books books on artists uh books that are focused specifically on people coming together and making comics it's it's We've centered, my me and my partner have centered our household around learning and bettering ourselves around our craft, and we try to make that clear in what we uh, we have in our place. That and a lot of goddamn Amiibos. Freaking Nintendos. <laughs> a story. lot of Nintendo stuff. But yeah, so um, a lot of my inspirations come from, so I'm a very weeby person. Yeah. Nick Gnosis. I'm not as weeby as some most i, yeah, I give you
1: credit for putting on deodorant and showering and not wearing a oh god like the brony that i lived with in college not wearing a, a like rainbow mohawk like that what is that rainbow dash
0: i want to say yes yeah yeah that was, um, that was a fun one i mean i don't wear an Ahego shirt so <laughs> do you know what those are no all right the i hate, oh i'm gonna <laughs> all right is that yes.
1: like belle delphine
0: <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> in a way yes yes it is okay, cool. you know that much at least <laughs> yeah I know. Um, it's I the, the tongue more. like eyes rolling back face. oh yeah you, you've seen the shirts that are just a bunch of those faces yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. if you wear those you're you're <laughs> you're scummy yeah. you're, you, you look like an asshole you're getting
1: into like the hentai portion No, a hundred percent
0: a hundred percent uh and that's yes yeah, so th- that's what that is okay. uh but <laughs> see a lot of my inspirations come from a lot of mangaka um, I don't know what that is. Mangaka are artists that specifically create manga. Okay. Yeah, okay. so while well, you have comic artists, you have mangaka. <clears throat> uh, Katsuhiro Otomo, who is a creator of Akira, is has been a huge influence of mine for a very long time. Uh, I wrote multiple, multiple papers on him in college. Uh, and while I have influences in uh, the comic industry, I also have influences in the animation industry... Uh, Craig McCracken is a huge one. Craig McCracken created Powerpuff Girls, um, uh, co-created Fashas Home for Imaginary Friends.
1: Did he do Samurai Jack?
0: No, that is because uh, aren't they?
1: There's something with them. I know there's a connection.
0: Yeah, there. Genndy, Tar- Genndy Tartakovsky has worked, uh, I believe, with Craig McCracken. I don't know in terms of what. I have not done that much research, okay. so I want to get anything wrong. But yeah, Genndy Tartakovsky is absolutely an influence of uh, Samurai Jack. His new, um, I think, Primal. Is what it's called? Oh, Do you remember that episode of... Did you watch Dexter's Laboratory? Uh, That was one of the ones that I actually watched
1: pretty religiously.
0: Alright, cool. Do you remember the episode with the caveman? At all?
1: Go in depth a little bit. I'm searching through my Dexter
0: brain. unfreezes a caveman out of an ice block. And he has to show him around his technical laboratory. And the caveman starts freaking out and breaking shit. Yeah,
1: he like breaks everything. It's, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that
0: caveman. Okay. But it's in prehistoric time. Okay. Oh, and it's it looks like it's crazy animated. I'm actually I think you'll like it a lot. Uh uh in terms of other stuff, uh Yo shinari he has done work on Gynax and now Trigger, which is Tengen Toppa and Lagan. I'm gonna say a lot of names you clearly don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm, so I'm just talking into the <laughs> void right it's now. It's
1: fine. No everyone in here probably doesn't know either.
0: <laughs> you don't just know. say what they're doing uh, okay. like animation real good stuff no uh, but like
1: what they're tied with so like I have a reference at least oh
0: really good animation uh, get your phone off the goddamn table that vibrates one more time <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it on the table behind <laughs> yeah, me yeah good idea there's a lot of tables in here um, and while I'm blanking on names right now I probably should have wrote some stuff out a lot of video games are also really big influences in terms of writing art style direction uh, boktai is my favorite game of all time nick knows this yeah, Boktai 2. Um, Something of the sun. The uh, your, um, <laughs> sun is in your hand. Um, and Boktai, <clears throat> or Django. Boktai 2. Yeah, bah ba. Um It's the only game I think that uh, Kojima made that no one knows about.
1: Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> it's not Solid Snake.
0: It, well, it's it's not mainstream. <laughs> we came up with a Game Boy yeah. and it had a solar sensor that no one fucking cared about. Yeah. Uh, my...
1: So that, then I think now that we got influences, I think yeah. a good question to ask is how do you go about your art? Like in your everyday life, like how do you maintain doing it and working as much as you do? Cause that's a very fine balance. I, I think every artist needs to find, cause we're not making a living off of our art. Oh no, no
0: way. It's, um, and it, in this day and age, unless you're, you have a, you've been doing it for a while or you've been somehow, you know, brought up and like found a way to sustain yourself with it.
1: Which is totally possible still. absolutely, And I think that's one thing that dismays a lot of people is that they feel that they can't make a living, which is totally wrong. You can make a living. It just takes some time. Yeah, you have to put time into it.
0: Yeah, if you don't put in the time, you won't get the work and you won't get yeah. the money.
1: So I'll talk more about my time in it, but...
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I work a 40-hour-a-week job, um, full-time to pay bills. Uh, how I go about it is on my breaks at work, I draw... Okay. Uh, when I get home, I do my normal chores, clean, cook, do what I got to do, sit down. I'll draw for two hours before bed some days. Some days I'll do less. Some days I'll draw right after I'm done eating dinner. Okay. It, as long as I'm getting it in somehow. So you pretty much get like two hours of drawing in a day no matter what. I try to. If I can, yeah. I like to get more.
1: Yeah. But I figure lunch break, 45 minutes, you
0: get a half hour. Roughly. Right. And between your other breaks.
1: So, yeah, you get, like, an hour at least.
0: I try to. And there are days where, you know, you can't do it. No,
1: there are definitely unproductive days. Today was one of them for me. This whole week actually has been, but I'm still doing it, but it was not as good as it could have been.
0: For me personally, the heat drains me immensely. Like, I feel like I'm my most unproductive during the summer because, as a person, I run hot and when yeah. the heat kicks in, it's just so hard for me to stay cool and calm-minded and just productive.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree with that one because
0: that's me. me Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even in the winter, like, I, I feel like I'm so energetic. My hands are cold, but I can warm up my hands and I can still Turn work. Turn the heat on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that, I try to work at least a little bit every day. If I'm not drawing, I at least try to write. I try to do something that is contributing to what I want to do. Uh, it may not be the most productive, but it is something. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, that's a really important message to get across: is don't beat yourself up for not being the most productive you could been, could have been. Uh, but do something that will make you feel better about your creative process.
1: That that's actually very good because when I first started like seriously writing, so I've not I've taken maybe. Four days off in the last year and a half from writing. Um, and some days have been immensely worse and immensely better. <clears throat> um, but you really do have to come to terms with some days you're gonna make dog shit. Yes. And it is so dejecting when you do it like consistently back to back to back to back to back for like a month straight. You make nothing good. Um, and I it, it's just part of it. You have to make bad stuff
0: you you have (laughs) to you and sometimes it's make sure to warm up make sure to cool down yeah because if you don't you're going to notice there's like a a weird bump in your in your creative process that's like man my art didn't look good today it looked better yesterday well you you probably had a different process about it um so what do you do because i think that's a good jump off
1: point um what do you do to decompress from your art because as much as we want to do it every day, we also need to take a step back from it at times. Yeah. Um so what is your process like cuz I know it's not <laughs> nowhere near mine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um so for <clears throat> when I'm warming up, um I turn on music and I listen for about I find music that will get me it's almost like working out. Yeah. So for those that work out or have any other kind of routine where you're getting physical exercise, uh you want to amp yourself up you want to get your blood pumping you want to kind of get into the mood of things i turn on music um it's normally um something heavy or something just very energetic and after that i do a couple rough sketches um of whatever you're trying to do maybe that day you're doing character sketches maybe one day you're doing some backgrounds uh do you come into
1: yours with a plan like, knowing what you want to work on for a um, specific day? In my
0: head, I have an idea. It might not always turn out that way with what it ends up being. It could always derail and turn into something else. Okay. Uh, some days it doesn't. Again, it's it uh, just depends on the day, I guess. All
1: right.
0: And so after doing what I do, I get it out. I draw. Uh, for cooling down, I, um, I, I kind of... It, it's hard. Cooling down is something that I don't necessarily keep track of i definitely do i think some days i just kind of turn on a video ironically enough a podcast Maybe just listen to that and kind of just relax um because i just got (laughs) out of a something turning turning on a video game isn't necessarily something i'll immediately i'll immediately go to i might go after it depends if it's
1: mindless for me with a video game yeah if it's
0: mindless i'll do it Um, i'll play games like maybe slay the spire which is more thought-provoking and more kind of like chilled out nothing like a fighting game or anything like that yeah you know nothing like dark souls um something that won't put you in a bad mood after uh is what i try to keep out for yeah how um how about you uh
1: so my mine's vastly different um i cannot go into writing listening to anything with lyrics for obvious reasons um Because the words are just going to be in your head and you're going to regurgitate them eventually back onto the page. Right. And you're not being as creative as you can and should be, in my opinion. Um, I need something that is kind of off-tempo, but not like free-form jazz where it's just chaos. Um,
0: Very much just instrumental. Yeah, just
1: instrumentals. Uh, Today I listened to a Spotify playlist on, like, I think it's called, like, chill piano music. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, I'll listen to soundtracks for cyberpunk movies. Because I also try to coordinate my writing with the music. So if I want a specific vibe, I want to set that for myself so I can translate it better into that chapter. Because I try to write... When I write, I try to write a chapter a day.
0: Right. That, that's a very, <clears throat> very good thing to actually talk about right there is... uh. The energy you get from your influences of what you're like doing or listening to is going to reflect what you're doing at some point. So if you find that you're a person who has almost too much energy in your, which it's very possible, you got to slow down sometimes if you want to keep a reader basis. I'm definitely
1: high energy. Yeah.
0: Um, Some days you really got to take a a slow down to like build up, back up. So maybe listen to something more relaxing. Yeah. I think that's very uh, very good.
1: So that's one of the things um, that I do personally. So I wake up, my writing, I wake up usually 7.30 in the morning, make a cup of coffee, sit down at my desk, and just go until 10. And that's, that's it. Um, so that could be prose, it could be poetry, usually both. I try to write... Uh, minimum one page of poetry, one page of prose a day, which sounds like nothing, but when you have to fill it up and make dialogue and make these characters original, that's a lot. Which I'm sure making, you know, a robot out of thin air is also a lot. (laughs) So Right. um, It definitely drains you, but I would rather do it at the beginning of my day because the end of my day I used to try to write and it's vastly different work when you do it at the end of your day because you're already exhausted
0: yeah that's fair Yeah, that's really fair like when i uh when i have my days off uh i typically try to get up i don't really drink coffee yeah just kind of get into my routine and i'll start drawing usually at nine o'clock in the morning some days earlier yeah. depends
1: yeah but before before dinner generally Ex- exactly <clears throat> um um Yeah, most of my influences, I figure that's probably a good place to go for me now. Yeah. Um, Tolkien. Oh, of course. Uh, I own everything. I own so much of his stuff. Um, George R. R. Martin's a big one. Uh, Frank Herbert's become a big one, and I just started reading the Dune books. I just finished God Emperor this week, right? What's today? Sunday? Sunday. So technically last week. Um, Just finished that. S.A. Sador does really, really good uh, pulp novels. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's really become a popular one for me, but he only has two out on Angry Robot right now. Uh, First one's about stealing a mummy from Egypt and (laughs) being cursed by it, and it comes back to life. Second one uh, reminds me a lot of Until Dawn. Okay. Uh, I can't remember those things after you eat someone's flesh. The Wendigo? Yeah, so they get attacked by a Wendigo.
0: Mm, okay. And
1: they just try to, like, hunt it down. But it's, like, this... It takes place, uh, I believe, immediately after World War Two or immediately before. I think it's 1937. So it's that weird cusp where, like, we have cowboys, but we have trains.
0: Okay. And, like... It's, like, that branching, like, eighteenth. 18- well 19th century yeah so
1: it's a really cool time period to be alive in general because like
0: horse and buggies are in
1: manhattan
0: right we, like we what is that w- what's that movie called the uh american gangsters or something like yeah yeah that? yeah yeah
1: um with daniel day lewis yeah um god i pulled that one out of
0: my ass yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so It just clicks man
1: yeah well that that's uh movies are a big influence oh yeah um there's a lot. Uh, TV shows not as much anymore. Yeah, um, but I also
0: actually, you what? know what? There is one show that is a huge inspiration on me. Uh, Last Man, and it's, it's a French animated show. Okay, I think you'd fucking love it. Is
1: it Netflix or um Blue? all? Of,
0: I think it's on Verve. I don't even know what that
1: is. It's, it's is that uh, the orange the f- and black symbol on the internet? I think it's the
0: it's the yellow and black. Okay. I'll, um, if I can find it, I'll send it to you and I'll get you to watch it because I think you'd fucking love it. It's a very short, 26 episodes, but they're each 13 episode, 13 minutes each.
1: Okay. So I'll, I can you polish can off. Yeah.
0: In day, really.
1: Um, yeah. So those are my big influences. Also, I do a lot of shit just to experience it now. Yeah. Um, so my travel has been a big, big influence on my poetry specifically. Um. But I've definitely done stuff that I never would have five years ago. Right. Like,
0: just for the sake of being like,
1: oh, I did that.
0: I saw you eat a calzone in one sitting one time. Yeah,
1: I did that. Uh, oh, God. That and you haven't gross.
0: done that since. No, no.
1: I've, that was a big calzone. <laughs> yeah, you had the that meat That was like half <laughs> of this desk. <laughs> you had
0: the meat sweats. <laughs> yeah. came out of the back room like, oh, no. Yeah, my, I shouldn't my, have done that. My gray
1: shirt was dark after that. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. I think, I don't know if it's the same with drawing, but when you're a writer, you have to put yourself out there a lot.
0: And in sp- terms of, like, like exposure?
1: Exposure oh, and, yeah. like, your personality. And you have to do things to give yourself credit. So, like, uh, what's a good example? Uh, I went dune bugging out in Utah just so I knew what it was like to ride up a sand dune. Because to describe that perfectly, you have to do it. You can't just make it up.
0: Of course. Yeah. No, And I think that's where you get a lot of things from uh, living vicariously. Yeah. Is you try to imagine those things by witnessing other people do it in this internet age. Yeah. And it's not the same effect.
1: No, you, ha- you have to do it. And that's one thing I've definitely started to do. Um, which is both awesome and terrifying, depending on the circumstances. <laughs> which is
0: equally why I watch these giant men take down these five pound cheeseburgers on YouTube because I myself will never do it. Yeah. It's like, huh? Is that possible?
1: You want to throw up after. Oh, definitely done stuff like that. I've definitely, uh, learned what real hunger is in the world.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so when I was out in Utah in that 14 day, uh, escapade sauntering through fucking 120 degree weather, (laughs) wearing a long sleeve, um, okay. I had an energy bar in the morning, sometime around like 10 usually, um, cause I, I was very limited in what I, what I brought because when you're in the desert, you don't want to be fat.
0: No, you don't. No.
1: Um, so I had started that trip 149 and I got back and I was like 136 in 14 days. Sweat it all off. Sweat it all off. Burned everything in my body. Um, I did a lot of beef jerky. Uh, some dried fruits. Um, and then my last day, I vegged out and got so sick at the airport. <laughs> you had airport food? Uh, no, I actually... So, um, okay. I guess it's kind of like... Uh, what's it called? Method acting? Method writing? Yeah. I, I think that's a pretty fair thing. So... My last day there, I wanted to see what it was like to be rich as fuck.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So I rented a hotel room at a, uh, like a spa.
0: Ooh.
1: I checked in at 6 p.m. and checked out at 2 a.m. and it cost me
0: $600.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. That was absolutely insane because I had just been out in the desert for 14 days. This was my last day. And I was carrying all my stuff, like 100 pounds of stuff that I had between my campsite, my car, and everything. And I walk in, I check in, and they were like, all right, one second, the bellhop will be with you. I was like, what? I was like, I'll just walk. It's fine. They're like, no, you're you're not allowed. So they took my bags, put me into a golf cart, and drove me to my room. (laughs) I was not allowed to walk to my own room. I don't want to be and rich she, that's what it's like and then i had to pay to park at the place that i'm spending 600 dollars a night to be at
0: <laughs> so hold on you got to pay to park but you don't get to walk anywhere exactly i don't understand
1: uh then i went to the bar best tacos i've had in my life uh that's good can't remember the woman's name she was from jersey uh, for some reason, people like living in Arizona. I haven't figured out why yet.
0: Yeah, it's a fucking hellhole because <laughs> yeah. everything's on fire.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I drove through three wildfires while I was there. Sit, uh, forest fires or like just from a wildfires out and like burning all the shrubs. Right, right. Um, whatever shrubs there may be, because <laughs> sometimes there were just nothing. i mean, be there isn't anything left. Um, but yeah, that was a little tangent I went on. Uh, lost a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. So I'd uh, say
0: 13 pounds for your size is pretty good.
1: Yeah, in 2 weeks. Um definitely learned what real hunger is um and I don't think most people know what it's like to, you know, definitely live not. off of less than 1000 calories in a day and have to still drink a gallon, two gallons of water.
0: And that's not even counting like counting like saying you're forcing yourself to do it. You had to. Yeah. Because you were in that situation where there was nothing yeah for you to
1: get yeah so when i actually i was in zion and i was hiking up angels landing um which is terrifying absolutely terrifying but you're beautiful. afraid of heights right
0: Terrifying. yeah heights. likewise um
1: but that that that's been one thing i've been trying to conquer with writing um and rock climbing but i hiked up angels landing and i went through three liters on the way up and it was like five six miles round trip and i started at like seven in the morning uh, by the time I got up there, I was almost out of water and I hadn't pissed yet. Yeah, and it was like three hours up. Uh, on the way down, I thought my kidneys were gonna explode because I had to piss so
0: bad. <laughs> oh man, It was the kind of pee where like it hurt coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah those hurt. are not fun. No, no, those that are one, not. That fun. was painful.
1: Uh, and there were so so that when I went, the reason I didn't piss on the trail is because there was a tour for a little jewish camp and all the kids were running up and down and i wasn't about to whip my dick out in front of a bunch of children
0: well good so on you. i just good on you i just
1: held that one for the sake of everyone around me
0: <laughs> strange crazed man in utah whips out dick in front of jewish camp
1: yeah, yeah more not, tonight at seven not why i want to get arrested
0: no there's definitely a few other things you probably want to but that's not one of them no
1: no um but yeah, rock climbing, I've definitely gotten into just get over my fear of heights and to know what it's like to be 20 feet in the air and throw yourself off of something. Terrifying. Terrifying.
0: <laughs> no, not a, not a chance. I'm good. Yeah. Um, I haven't left this town in a bit. I, my hope is that uh, when we are good and ready... I would like to do a lot of traveling, like, out of country.
1: Yeah, uh, I, d- I definitely know you want to get to Japan.
0: I want to go <laughs> to Japan. I'm not, I'm not to stay there for, like, I want to live amongst my people. No. I want no. to experience no, the culture. Not. I, but well, that, that being said, I do want to experience the culture. I want to experience the food. Yeah, get to
1: Osaka. and.
0: Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, exactly. I'm so, <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Uh, I want to go to Scotland. I want to go to New Zealand. Um, I want to go see the Shire
1: okay yeah i would like to get out there too as well
0: it's just there's there's a lot in the world that i want to see before it gets screwed up like everything else
1: yeah and (laughs) i travel obviously a lot i pretty much go on vacation every three months
0: yeah Um, i mean you went to alaska
1: i went to alaska last june i went to texas fell off a mountain no, in Alaska I fell off the mountain. Yeah, yeah you did. Um, I fractured um, <laughs> fractured my collarbone, bruised my ribs, broke a finger rolled my ankle. All in the same and, fall. <laughs> in the same fall. It's like, what are those cartoons yeah. where You keep tumbling. Like, ah, oh, eee. Yeah. Uh, and then rolled my ankle because I wasn't lucky enough to break it. Um... <laughs> And then the worst part is I was alone at the summit, so I had to hike back down after I fell. <laughs> Mom, I fell. Um, so yeah, I I hiked Alaska, fucked myself up real good. <laughs> I rented sports cars in Texas, drove them like sports cars. In Texas. In Texas, uh, it's insane watching your speedometer go up to like 120. And then someone pulls up next to you in a Porsche and flies by and basically flips you off and, like, I have the bigger dick. <laughs> like, I know. Mine's <laughs> not that great. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I went to Vancouver. Ooh. Uh, food's okay. Uh, donuts in Vancouver are great. Luckies. Uh, went to Washington, to Seattle, Mount Rainier, Olympic National Forest, uh, which that's kind of why i went on this trip to the desert i want to do the antithesis of being in a rainforest which no one realizes that we have a fucking rainforest in the united states because um, you step in and it's dark no matter how sunny it is you can't see the ground that's how thick that
0: shit is awesome
1: it is insane and there's just a road cut through the canopies over you and you could just park your car get out walk in and never be found again
0: when you put it like that, it's pretty terrifying. It
1: is. It is. Because I, I think, well, I do a lot of traveling where I'm alone and the only thing I have is no service, some food and water. <laughs> Shit. So I, you kind of have to be prepared that you could die at any moment. I mean, when I was in Washington, I had a mountain lion come into my camp.
0: I think you told me this. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds yeah. terrifying. Yeah,
1: 2 a.m. and then I get into the car and uh i'm just waiting because i'm not gonna one turn the car on to like drive off it's two in the morning i have nowhere to go right um i want to go back to bed but that mountain lion stayed until the sun rose so i had gotten to camp around 10 11 uh slept for three hours and then was up until the next night shit yeah yeah <laughs> So it's definitely been an experience, uh, you know, going from mountain lions to rattlesnakes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my.
1: Yeah. No bears. No bears. No bears.
0: Um. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh. I don't, I don't know how to go off of anything from that topic. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> um.
1: So. We saw Code Vein. Yeah. Code, I'll just <laughs> talk about video games. Today. Yeah. Yeah. We could just switch it over and be like. I mean uh we we experience uh we are influenced by video games. Oh 100%. And I didn't talk about the ones that I, I'm influenced by, but I'm definitely interested in Code Vein coming
0: out. Yeah, for <clears> someone <throat> that isn't really into like the whole like anime aesthetic. Yeah, no. Um, um, it I, definitely seems to be like I mean th- we've been like since we both worked at GameStop together, we've been keeping an eye on this game for a bit since 2016 2017 well,
1: yeah. 2017 I thought was the release date.
0: Yeah, and I think we heard about it maybe well, it must have been late 2016. Yeah. Maybe and early then it 2017.
1: Disappeared. We had it pushed back
0: and nothing. Yeah. It was just indefinitely pushed back. And we didn't hear anything about it for almost a year. We kept hearing like little trickles of information. 2018. We was when we last heard about it cuz we heard it was going to get released and then it got pushed back again.
1: Yep. Um, so it's been in some kind of development hell for whatever reason. Right. And there's nothing on the internet that's telling me why it's in hell.
0: Yeah. I'm sure we'll hear more about it once the game finally releases. Typically the devs do a lot of interviews yeah. with uh, outlets saying, "Hey, so what took why was the game in hiatus for so long? Was it It was like, what, one bug that really just destroyed everything, wasn't it?"
1: I I don't know. That was my guess.
0: Okay. Um, I mean, typically that's what happens too. It could just be one game-breaking thing that's just hidden in the code. You got to figure out what it is. Either
1: that or they really just weren't happy with uh, the quality of it, and went back and just revamped the whole thing, which is great. So the the gameplay we've seen, uh, we see that it is two person co op online. But when we first saw it, it was two person single player.
0: Right, right. Like near, you had a uh, an assistant with yeah, you. Yeah, like... and
1: we haven't seen her in this first hour. Like the the that like little
0: child. Oh yeah. Yeah. We haven't I, seen that again. I don't know what that's about. It it could be again, it could be a number of reasons why they chose to change the uh the way it plays. Yeah. It could be like maybe they were like, Well, we want to make a more multiplayer thing because Band namco yeah.
1: Or that this one hour is only multiplayer and when we get it it's gonna be single player. I I, I think at we're... that point it'd be a tease. I yeah. think it
0: needs to be one or the other at that point. Or you right. could choose the mode you want Well, wanted. yeah, like Dark Souls, where you could just
1: summon someone into your world. Because right. this one was also labeled as a stress test. Yeah. So they're probably just testing their servers, because I think they're... They know that it's going to be hyped up.
0: Yeah. I For as long as it's been, like, been out there like it needs to. Yeah. Uh, I guess the... I guess the brother and sister game of this, uh, God Eater, which we don't, yeah. I don't really know much about. I've been playing Monster Hunter forever. Yeah,
1: so apparently it's... And I just
0: bought God Eater 3. And oh, you I, did? Yeah, so I'm going to play it
1: today because I have time after I go rock climbing. Um, but apparently it's just like Monster Hunter, but you fight demons
0: and shit. That's what it seems, and um, I, I like that, which if you... If there's another game that's like that. But you can play multiplayer, and... I'm gonna try to remember what it's called, but I don't remember at the moment.
1: Oh, hey, I forgot.
0: Yeah, oh, wait, I forgot. Yeah. Um, It was originally on the PS Vita, and then it had another game on the PS4. Tokiden! Uh, Tokiden yes, yes. has a lot of cool aesthetic choices to it. But I've heard it doesn't have the same flow that Monster Hunter has, which is always the game. Monster Hunter has been the pioneer for these kind of, like, colossal boss fights yeah. A little versus big, uh, was D- David and Goliath esque fights. Yeah, and nothing has come close to the the gameplay and the feel of Monster Hunter than Monster Hunter has. Yeah. Uh, many things and many games have tried, but they're always missing that one little bit of personality.
1: I don't know what that that
0: bit is that doesn't keep me coming back. And I
1: loved the newest one on Monster Hunter World. I think it's the addictive nature of it, really. But that's the thing. I didn't find my... So I beat Monster Hunter World, and then I didn't care. Which was weird, because I wanted to. Of course. Like, I wanted to grind for the gear, but I just wasn't interested after I beat it, which was... I was expecting to be, knowing how I am with addictive games. Uh, right. Destiny, I would grind for hours for a fucking gun. Yeah. I was like, why am I not grinding for hours for a helmet?
0: Now, I haven't played Monster Hunter World. I've seen more than enough yeah. things on it. Uh, I, but I've played a ton of the 3DS games. I think I have, like, 600 hours in 4 Ultimate, and I think equally 400 in Generations, uh, I, so what gets me about world and why I personally think, or what I think world has to change is not much, there are a lot of quality of life changes they've made, which made, which has made a lot of uh, new players very happy, like just management of uh, organizing items, usefulness, bug nets and pickaxes don't break, they used to, they don't anymore, fucking lucky assholes, uh, it's we just, don't have
1: loading screens.
0: You don't have loading screens. It's one whole already pre-rendered environment, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, the armor and weapon designs make me sad. Uh, they used to have so much character and color They in the old games. They were very... Maybe that's why. Uh, they
1: were very generic. You just kind of looked like whatever you killed until you fought, like, whatever the fucking... The lion fire breathing guy was uh Teostra. yeah him his was probably the coolest
0: yeah because he's he his was that's how his <clears throat> armor looked in the past games it's very yeah. regal it's very king like it's you look like a monarch it looks yeah. really cool uh
1: or the flying thing the blue flying thing
0: i don't know a lot of the new names for these uh answers. i'm
1: pretty sure it was a, a reused one
0: not lunastra Lunastra yeah. was it the, the other lion? yeah lunastra. okay Okay. Um, That one. Or also, Zeno Jiva looked really cool. Oh,
1: yeah, that, that was another one. Zeno
0: I think, is one of the coolest looking armors in that game that I've not seen. Uh, yeah, it's very sleek. Yeah. Which was different. A lot of the weapons are if you took a big hunk of metal and then just put some hair on it. Yeah. Or some yeah. skills, which that's what your early weapons should look like. But the fact that you can keep playing and they look very similar that's not really keeping it for me. Yeah. There are a lot of wild, very, like, over-the-top anime-looking weapons and armor in Monster Hunter. And they don't see the transition well. Maybe it's because they're going for a more westernized...
1: And they're trying to idea. get more people involved because they did bring this one over to the PS4. They obviously. did. They did.
0: And I'm pretty sure that... And, uh, dude, listen, that's great because it's getting a lot more people to play it. Yeah. I, I do They made a buttload of money off of it. The day, so. And they're continuing to with uh, Iceborne coming out. Yeah uh september
1: they got a lot of people involved just because of that horizon horizon zero dawn skin
0: the horizon skin they put i'm not as big but street fighter yeah. uh devil may cry uh geralt you could be fucking yeah. Geralt from the witcher
1: i don't know why they're not doing something with god of war but huh.
0: um i maybe, think maybe they, they are oh i think it's well not that's weird because horizons is a ps4 so i don't know yeah it's an
1: exclusive sony owns it
0: yeah but then again it's also it's also an xbox why haven't they got anything it's it's like that. I'm sure they can get another one, but at least I think it made a lot more sense with uh, Horizon because you are hunting these giant mechanical monsters. Yeah, God of War, you do hunt or fight these demons, but yeah, but
1: it'd be cool to have the Blades of Chaos.
0: Or it, it, you don't know <laughs> I'm not going to argue that having dual blades that were just the Blades of Chaos would be really dope. Yeah. Uh,
1: so what else? I I haven't really heard anything. Oh, I another influence who I've been following consistently who's at san diego comic-con kojima
0: oh fuck yeah that's right yeah
1: i left that one out didn't i
0: you did leave i mean
1: Um, do you follow his instagram
0: he's a i follow his twitter he's hysterical (laughs) oh i should probably follow
1: his twitter then uh, I do have one, but it's useless.
0: He fucking loves Mads Mickelson, man. Dude, he loves all of them. Yeah, I mean, have you seen the picture of them? They're all sitting. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? He's sitting on the like on a curb with everyone. They're all smoking, and he has a pen in his mouth, like <laughs> he's trying to figure like he's smoking too. Like he just loves all of them, and that's I think that's so endearing for like his projects that he just wants to get all his friends together in this game he's very passionate about that Sony just gave him a fuck-ton of money.
1: And just said, do it. Yeah. um, Yeah, it, but I also... It astonishes me that all of his friends are really great talent. Yeah. Like, because, yeah, whatever. We all want to have our friends involved in the things we do, but his friends are literally top-tier. Yeah. In generally everything.
0: Yeah. Um, like... Norman Reedus is a, a fantastic actor. Yeah. Uh, it's Mads Nicholson is amazing. Did you
1: see the Arctic? Where he basically crashes his fucking plane and has to live alone in the Arctic? No. Yeah, he's the only one in the fucking movie for, like, just... for most of it. Wow, okay. Yeah, so he's just playing off of himself the entire time really, I love movies like that where it's just got one one person in it.
0: Yeah. Um, Guillermo del Toro really doesn't need any introduction. He has some of the best cosmetic yeah. and monster design work yeah. in, the, in the business. And then they ruined it. Hell How Boy. so? Hellboy. Well, he had no work in Hellboy. I,
1: I know, but he, he took Hellboy and really, because I had no idea what Hellboy was until I saw the
0: movies. The first, okay.
1: Yeah. And then it really just brought that world to life for the the general population like yeah yeah sapien like and then yeah they were like we're gonna take hopper and make him the new
0: hellboy but we're not gonna ask if ron perlman wants to do it but we're also not gonna get Guillermo del toro involved yeah so So we're not making anything that made the first two movies have magic no um and we're gonna give everyone english accents so that might be okay, only because I don't know enough about BPRD, which is the comic that technically takes place before Hellboy. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's a lot of English and British I, people or stuff like that.
1: Okay. I, yeah, I don't maybe you are right on that one i don't know if he was taken by the the american troops or not
0: uh, he, during the war oh hellboy was he was taken by the american troops w- okay well, in terms of the bprd i don't know if but they are located in didn't like,
1: they give hellboy an english accent
0: no oh, in, in like the original no in the new one. Oh, i didn't see it i thought th- i think that, that was the thing like they gave him an english accent no too. it's just it's he just sounds like an idiot Ah, got it. Yeah, he has this weird so, grisly, like, he almost sounds nasally because he's wearing too much fucking makeup. Yeah. They gave him, like, we heard this whole thing, like, yeah, David Harbour's getting ripped for his role as hell, I'm like, oh, dude, good for him, that's great. You know, I saw a lot of transformations, we saw, um, help me, because I'm going to forget his name, I'm bad with, I, yeah, I, oh, I forgot. For
1: who? Yeah, um,
0: but- Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt got fucking ripped. Oh, yeah. For his role, and for equally his other role where he played a lego. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so when I heard David Harbour was going to work, I'm like, "Oh dude, that's great, good for him." We see him as like, "No, he's just wearing a bodysuit." Yeah. Dude, this looks and he, oh, his makeup. It's <laughs> terrible. He's got a looks his, so not his good. forehead
1: like comes down so he looks like a Neanderthal. He
0: <laughs> he looks like the caveman from the Geico commercials. Yeah,
1: he looks like a Neanderthal.
0: It's knuckle-tracking idiot yeah um it's upsetting because i was trying to be really excited for it yeah
1: because we we heard about it and it's something that we've all wanted yeah um because it was so great it really just was it's like if they ever do matrix 4 they're gonna ruin it but we all want it
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just want Maybe that not to happen. We'll, 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 we'll let Keanu do whatever the hell he wants to do. He's doing uh, good work.
1: Yeah, he's doing amazing work. John Wick 3, if you've seen that.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen any of the John Wicks. I'm slacking, dude. Um, I've heard they're all so well, good. Well,
1: so I never saw one or two until... I, saw, I, I only saw three when I was Oh, on really? Meditation. Okay. Yeah, and I, I went in knowing that it was just, like, a fight scene. Yeah. It is the coolest fight scene right. for an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've heard the pencil's very, uh... or is that not, It might be the older ones.
1: Um, Maybe. There's mm-hmm. one where he like goes into a horse stall in New York City, wraps a rope around some dude's neck, and smacks the horse on the a- ass, and it just breaks the dude. Jesus. Yeah. oh my God. was <laughs> There were some, some brutal fucking kills in that.
0: Um, I mean, the dude learned how to <clears throat> properly use a gun yeah, to and play in these movies. Yeah,
1: with like a world-class speed shooter or something. Yeah. Um, it was... he goes, he, from my understanding, he did most of that himself yes um at least at least the shooting parts i don't know about the actual fight scenes um like the hand-to-hand i'm not
0: sure about. right right <clears throat> uh, i've heard one is still the best but three is a close second and then two is well not the worst it's not the best it's like because they're not bad movies
1: yeah no just not as good as the you first just one. need to know what you're getting into if you're going in there expecting like a um, story I would say that there actually is a story and I really actually like the world building in it. Okay. Um so in three I will talk about because I haven't seen one or two, which uh, apparently it's the same thing. But some bad dog. That's two, I believe. Um so the New York City's separated into areas and it's run by like kings and queens, kind okay. of. Um So you got, like, Hell's Kitchen, like, the dirty, grungy part, is run by homeless people. Ooh,
0: like slums and shit? Yeah. That's cool. I like that. But
1: it's, uh, what's his face from, he plays Morpheus. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he's like this, he's the king of the underworld, Hell's Kitchen, but they have shit they just put up this front for everyone like they have guns and shit, but they just walk around shopping carts and it's really fucking interesting. Then like the higher end has like all dudes in business suits with that are bulletproof and shit, right? Like the Continental Hotel.
0: It's so a really, really cool world building going on. That is really cool. I'll check it out because that sounds <clears throat> I was already invested in knowing that it was just a really cool like fight scene. Yeah, but that's actually really cool to hear all that uh let's talk about fire emblem because i'm really really <laughs> yeah, really comes, excited for that when does it come out it comes out this friday okay so
1: the 25th 26th 26th yeah
0: okay. um i have been playing fire emblem since we got the first one over here in america which for people that grew up knowing its names uh blazing sword i think is what it's called or it's Sealed Sword. It's one of the two. We just have it called Fire Emblem over here as the first game for the Game Boy Advance. Um, I fell in love with tactical RPGs at that point. I was always a fan of Pokemon and, like, RPGs in general. So to see a new format of it was really exciting. And now we're on this part where it's it uh, has a more of an anime aesthetic, which, again, does not bug me too it's much japan
1: so it, it's, exactly it, everything's gonna just turn anime aesthetic at some point
0: yeah did you uh did you play persona 5 at all no i've never touched a persona game oh
1: man all right so it has and the reason is because one of them was called dancing all night and i was immediately like no
0: uh so they're different games. Damn thing. <laughs> well, from a person from the outside looking in, that's fair. Yeah. I uh, definitely see like, why is it the same It's a spin-off game. It's just a, it's a rhythm game. It does not have any correlation other than the characters themselves. Okay. It, the Persona 5.
1: So that's the first time I ever heard Persona. And I was like, Persona dancing all night. I was like, that series sounds stupid. <laughs> and then I never got into it. Right.
0: Uh, so Persona, because um, I think it helped with context, is a turn-based RPG that has Lifesim elements to it. I say that, and it might immediately turn you off if you're not uh, keen to those. Um, like drinking
1: water in a game? Is that what you
0: mean? No. <laughs>
1: all right. So um, what do you mean? More I'm like, like, like
0: getting to know the people that are in your, uh, in your house. By house, I mean like... Your party? Yes, but also in your living quarters. So like you're... All right. Imagine you're in Hogwarts in this Fire Emblem game. Great. And you have four houses, except there are only three houses.
1: Okay, so we got with a Hufflepuff.
0: Uh, it's... or Ravenclaw. They're all kind of a <laughs> mishmash of everything. Like one house is definitely Slytherin, one house is definitely Gryffindor. I, I want to say it's Hufflepuff. To... Okay. Ravenclaw seems to be pushed to the side. Okay. Uh, so you can pick one of three houses, and then in each of those three houses, you have these characters. You have a, the main lord, and then you have all their not subordinates, but their housemates. Okay. Uh, You are their teacher, and you are getting to know both the Lord and everything in the house. You can spend time with each of these students. You have a whole uh, calendar, and it'll show you events that are happening that day, that month, yada, yada, yada. At the end of each month, there is a skirmish that goes on in which you go into a uh, tactical battle. Okay. Uh, In that time in that month is your time to try to advance the... uh, abilities or uh, experience of your students you have in your house so say one person is really good with bows uh but you want to make them really good with uh pole arms
1: okay you got
0: to take time alone with that student to say listen we're gonna cheat we're gonna teach you and get you learned and how to use this stick <laughs> so uh get all stabby stabby and uh maybe i'll go <laughs> for some tea later
1: all right use the stick
0: use the stick uh sometimes it's just like getting lunch with someone you do one thing a day and at least from what it seems it might be more than that and so it's, it's
1: like dating sims
0: yes <laughs> it is um, it's hard to avoid that but there there are parts of it that I do crossover with dating sims without there being i think you you could romance i think one person in the game yeah you don't necessarily have to that, that, and that's the thing is like you don't have to do any of these things this game also lets you skip all of that and just fight and just fight and it'll say what do you want to do fight
1: yes you can still fight but i mean more
0: so like do you want to teach this person how to use this and it'll just like skip through all that okay but if you want that full-fledged experience want all the dialogue which fire emblem for me is not having a lot of um dialogue within certain characters and getting to know a lot of the world building it's found within all that conversation Is
1: this fire emblem gonna be fully voiced or is it just words on a screen
0: from what I've seen, it is mostly voiced, but there are sometimes scenes that aren't voiced. Okay. The might be like a mmm or a yes, kind of like, okay, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, there are a lot of classes in this game. From what I've seen, I will not talk about them for spoiler reasons until the game comes out. Although I think I'm going to publish this once the game is actually out. Uh,
1: well, yeah, because... We'll, we'll do it out, like once a week, yeah. I think.
0: So uh, This will come out probably the Saturday after the game launches... Yeah, so in like six days. Yeah, so there won't be any spoilers. you haven't played the game yet, so yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, I don't know anything about the story, but there's a five-year time skip that happens, and that causes a lot of things to shift.
1: Are they all connected? All the fire emblems are they all?
0: Um, there are nods in terms of if they take in the same world. It's I don't know. It, it it's expected or thought that it takes place in the same planet different parts of the world okay and different time frames
1: yeah but Um, okay so this one's gonna be like the first sequel no so there's already been a first sequel
0: there's no sequel well they're all their own stories yeah
1: but if there's a five-year time skip then it's got to relate you know what i mean no
0: this takes it's a time skip within the game as in you take... It starts at one point, and then a point happens, oh, and it goes in the, forward. Oh, in yeah. this game.
1: I thought you meant, like, that's five-year time skip from the last fire.
0: No, run. my... Yeah, so my bad. Yeah, so there is a five-year time skip that happens in this game, and we don't know, like, what causes this hell to go down. Okay. But, uh, it's that mystery that people are, really getting really immersed into it. So, I got a week or five days left to wait. I'm very excited. Uh... Other than that, I don't really have many games I'm excited for that are coming out. Pokemon is one. Uh, Days, or Days Gone. Um, Death Stranding comes out this year, too, which is I got the collector's edition of that. You got the baby? I got the little baby. You got the little baby.
1: Yeah, you see how big that thing is? It's
0: big enough. Yeah, did they you? were holding them. Yeah. yeah. Where the hell, you don't have a big place. Uh, Yeah, but I redid everything. Okay, yeah, I saw uh, your bookshelves stuff. So. Yeah,
1: I threw out my couch. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: did you need another couch?
1: uh no okay I, that my entire living room is my workspace now so that's, my entire yeah. wall on that far side is all bookcases and those like retro noir pulp prints yeah, that i bought Yeah, yeah, that's the entire back wall and then i got my desk and then like the little all my retro systems set up and that's it there's not even a tv out there so if i have friends over they have to sit on the floor
0: that's fine that's fine, I, don't I just got some go. floor pillows. <clears throat> no. All right. <laughs> Bring your own floor <laughs> pillow. <laughs> Fair enough. So,
1: yeah, I don't uh We got Wolfenstein coming out this week. I don't know if I'm going to get it.
0: Oh, the Youngblood? Yeah. Eh, I'll I'll pass.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. It. I watched some gameplay, and it really just looks like
0: Doom. Yeah, I'd rather get Doom Eternal. Yeah. I'm really excited for Doom Eternal.
1: <laughs> yeah, I tried getting that collector's edition for the helmet
0: didn't work out no it didn't nah. work out. Mm.
1: Uh, so i'll try and get it when it comes
0: out yeah i would say it'll probably be fine uh
1: i think i want to get the cyberpunk collector's edition what comes in that i think keanu reeves <laughs>
0: <laughs> get I a free think... keanu reeves in every box <laughs> yes yeah. uh
1: i there's a statue i just don't remember if it's keanu reeves
0: or... that's an easy way to sell it if it is yeah
1: yeah cyber i feel like it's
0: just the fucking generic white-ass protagonist they put on the cover
1: We'll find out, because I'm Googling it. All
0: right, that's good. In the meantime, um, I know there's Dragon Quest coming out uh, in September, as well as... we got a few. Luigi's Mansion comes out in October. Um, October 31st, oh, yeah. actually. The,
1: I, yeah, that was cool. Uh, so it's this. It's like... Okay,
0: it's an, a cool-looking statue. Hopefully it's a nod it, to Akira. Yeah. That motorcycle. Um, I need more angles, but it looks like it, yeah. Yeah, I mean... So, okay, speaking of Akira... All right, I'm sorry to go on so many tangents, but that's what podcasts are. Um, you have not read or watched Akira, Correct. have you? Correct. Okay.
1: Um, and I, which is unfortunate because I love... Uh, I don't know if I could say this. So I love the Neo-Tokyo theme, mm-hmm. um, and I've written about it. Okay. That's probably about all I'm allowed Like, to... the
0: slum-esque environment. The slum-esque
1: with... with the neons and the pinks and the blues. It's clearly mm-hmm.
0: a hierarchy of, like, those that are rich are very rich, and those that are poor are very poor, and there's a very fine line.
1: I can't go further into detail. That's
0: totally fine. But I have written about it. Right.
1: Um, so, yeah, I love that in general.
0: Good. Mm-hmm. I... I urge you to read a cure at some point. I'm not saying anytime soon. I
1: keep wanting to because I, I go to every day before work. I go grab a coffee <laughs> after I've had my coffee and write. And I go to the retro game store and all of them are lined up. And I'm I like, We have, have
0: the hardcover book? box set if whoever needs to borrow. Oh, so.
1: uh, if I buy it. If I you read can... it, I'm going
0: to buy it. That's fair. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the reason I bring it up is because uh, at this at latest anime expo, which happened last month in, July, uh, in June, uh, they announced that akira is going to be getting a animated series like it's going to be going through the full thing which is something that i never thought was going to happen yeah it was just like an hour and a half long movie right Mm -hmm. exactly so to preface this with this this is of course going to skip over any and all spoilers i want you to experience this the akira movie only takes place within the first two and the last of the books oh
1: so it skips like it skips three three and a half books yeah
0: because there's six right there are six books um in which they also have to use different things with different characters um and you'll again you'll see these things yeah. by watching and reading uh so if this means we're getting a full fledged like adaptation of the book series I'm super on board and Otomo is at the helm directing it which Who's Otomo Otomo is the original creator okay and okay. he is so he the
1: writer or, or did he
0: both do both, illustrate and write. Both, okay. He is a artist and he's a director. Okay. So knowing that he's at the helm and he's doing this, he might make some revisions if he sees their them fit. Um, I trust him wholeheartedly. Yeah, I this. mean, I I
1: I prefer stuff where the writer is the director.
0: Yes. Because it
1: pays more respects to the work. Yeah. Which I think doesn't happen as much now, especially in with Hollywood and Netflix. Like, we get some... HBO. Yeah, we get homages to... Yeah, we're not talking about Season 8 Game of Thrones. That could be its own podcast. All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I can go on for hours about that one. Um, Yeah, that'll be
0: nice. Did you see The Witcher? I saw the trailer finally came out. I gotta watch it. Does it look good? It's better than Game of Thrones. Oh, shit. Because the one thing I saw a little bit ago was a poster which showed a comparison of the armor, and it looked a bit eh. It's, they've
1: taken away that uh, that game aesthetic, because also it's based on the books. Right, basically. right, right. Um, so they took away that video game aesthetic and really just kind of like, placed it in that weird time frame that it takes place in. Right.
0: Because it's like, like high fantasy high also... fantasy,
1: feudal like 1500s. Okay. Like, that. Area, which is really weird, because it, like, basically went for, like, 500 years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. I'll have to look it up, because I know I saw it on my feed. I just haven't watched it. Yeah. But uh, I've been waiting for it. It's a Netflix series, right? Yeah, it's a Netflix series. Um, Netflix is also getting a lot of good animated series. Like, they're getting a Cuphead animated show? I don't... Yeah. I watched some Netflix
1: original movie the other night, and it was terrible. The was, movies I'm not too... They have not been doing good. And apparently they lost a lot of money last year like ran a very big deficit. The wow.
0: They make so much money every year.
1: They're true, but I like when you hear that and nothing on Netflix that's been an original has really grabbed me except Baki.
0: I'm so fucking glad you brought up Baki oh my god that's the only
1: thing that I've liked on Netflix in the last like did you watch all of it all of it oh my god yeah
0: season 2 came out and I was like on board immediately it is fucking wild yeah Um, I've been reading the book actually the manga it's like (laughs) a no stop just like when Spec came on I don't know their names the giant bald dude the black that, one? No. The, the the old man. The old bald dude that was in prison. Ah, yes. And he's taking a piss, and it's like buckets. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, what <laughs> the fuck? This is going to be amazing. Uh, And then, what is it? The 19-year-old uh, fucking Yakuza member. Yeah. I I forget their names. Um, He gets his cheeks fucking blown up because he fucking sticks his bullets in his mouth. Um, He vice grips his arm. It's... Or oh, the, the Russian dude
1: who goes, like, blind. The redhead.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, uh fuck. Doyle. Yeah. Doyle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck it. That, Doyle was the only one I was sad about. Cause... Well, that, because he was, like, the one who's been trying the hardest. And he's, like, re- he redeemed himself in a, yeah. in a way. He wow. got his face crushed in... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Baki. It's good. It's really, really yeah. good.
1: Uh, I liked the black guy i don't know his Um, name he worked with the police
0: yeah he's just a superhero yeah Yeah. but he's just like really humble but he'll beat the fuck out of you (laughs) yeah um i'm really excited for the next season to come out because a lot of crazy shit goes down i'm not going to talk about it because again i've read it but yeah it doesn't stop
1: well season one it was like interesting enough to keep me interested muhammad ali (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah muhammad ali's son right yeah um yeah, so they fight Muhammad Ali, and Muhammad Ali beats the fuck out of everyone, which is great, because I'm like, oh, that's, like, really respectful to pay that homage to him, and then, like, they talk about the race issue with Muhammad Ali, yes, which doesn't get brought up a lot until you're older. Like, you, you're when you're young, you're like, oh, Muhammad Ali, the greatest boxer of all time.
0: Right, but you don't but see the whole... You
1: don't see all the politics that are behind Muhammad Ali. Right. Um... So it was really nice seeing that paid respect to by someone who's not even American. Right. Like...
0: Yeah. And yeah. From what I've read, the the artist is just very respectable. He just loves fighting. He loves all different forms of combat, martial arts. Yeah. All of it. And he has such a way of talking about it that is both absurd... Yeah. ...and awesome. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, like he draws muscles, in in a weird way, very chewy.
1: Yeah. He draws everyone like they're Mr. Universe.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Oh, man. I'd love to go on further with this, but I think this... I think we're going to stop it here. Because I have a... We're going to talk about anime next time. Alright. Because I think... <laughs> I have to watch an
1: anime. Though. No, you don't
0: have to watch anything. I think it's just fun to like, talk about our backgrounds with it. Yeah, and I, I watched
1: three episodes of Naruto, and then I gave up. That's more than enough. <laughs> Alright, cool. Never watched one piece. I've watched a lot.
0: I've watched all of it. All, I've read all of it. So. All
1: 800 books.
0: Uh, there's, I think, like oh, almost 100. There's <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of books. Alright. Thank you much. This has been Oh, Wait, I Forgot, Episode 2. Bye!